You are now tuned in to the All-Star Vintage Podcast with your hosts, Mark Jameson and Dom Morrow. Three, two, one. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah. It's been way too long. Welcome back to another episode. Mm-hmm. The All-Star Vintage Podcast with your boys, Dom and Mark, once again. Yeah. I know it's been a little mm-hmm. while. We apologize. End of summer. Yeah. Getting some new equipment. Uh-huh. A lot of things going on in the world, but we're back and we're happy to be back. back. That's right. It's episode 26 here at the Chop Sports Network. I couldn't figure it out, but I figured it out. It's 26. It's funny, man. Six. Two weeks off and you're all discombobulated. Can't up. fucking think. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck's going on. And like, I'm... It's not like you said. It's the end of summer and shit. And like, I'm on a 100% crash of course with diabetes. Like, there's no question. This summer's been I've been very filled with a lot of junk. Like, <laughs> well, I sucked a latte down on the way here before like I even got to the exit on the fucking turnpike. Like, I think I was telling you, man. Um, you know how it's the, like one of the best indicators of end of the summer is. Mm-hmm. When you're fucking bloated mm-hmm. and you can't fit another hot dog or hamburger yeah. down your fucking throat. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, seriously. Yeah. Dude, that's how I feel right now. Like, mm-hmm. I, I can't have another beer. No. I can't have another hot dog. No. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. This has been a heavy slurpy summer for me. I've got a slurpee like every fucking day. Yeah. Because they're cheap. They're like a buck and change and they're fucking great. What's your favorite all time slurpee? The generic Coke. Generic Coke Straight slurpee. Straight up? Yep. No cherry? Sometimes some cherry, but the generic Coke's fine. Yeah. Yeah. There's like, you know, I fucked around. There used to be my, my, I had my pina colada phase and my, they had like this orange mango for a minute phase, but you're always going home to Coke. It's the fucking, it's the king. It's the king of the Slurpee. Yeah, no doubt, dude. I've always, always, always been partial to the Coke as well, but mm. I do like the mixture of the cherry yeah, no, with it. Okay. Half and half. It's good. Fitty. Yeah. Um, I can do that, but I prefer the Coke. And a great, great hangover cure. Mm-hmm. A Slurpee after a fucking oh, yeah. rough night, dude. I always do that all the time. Is primo. That was some fucking greasy food. You're good. You're good to go. But welcome so, back, brother. That's right. It's been a minute. We haven't been here in like two weeks. That feels a lot longer, but two weeks. We got a new mixer. Hopefully, we sound better. <laughs> it's got some new toys on it we're going to play with eventually. Um, but no, we got. there's so much we can get into because... The NFL season starts, well, by the time you're listening to this, like, two days. Or the or it started last night, one or the other, you know, Thursday night football. Yeah. Which, real quick, I want to get into, uh, are all the Thursday night games going to be on Amazon? I think so. How the fuck am I going to watch? <laughs> get Amazon. You don't have Prime? No. I mean, I still Christina's mom's Prime still. But I don't know if they're going to air the game like that. Yeah. They should, hopefully. I feel right? like everyone has Prime. I don't have Prime. How I can you like I said, I have without her, Prime? I don't know. I don't, I don't fuck around on Amazon a lot. I'm not a technology guy. I can't live without Amazon. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, Dude, I don't fuck around. I have a 60th birthday party to go to today. Nice. And, I mean, what the hell you get somebody for the 60th <laughs> Yeah, weed. Go on Amazon. Smoke. Yeah. 60th birthday gift ideas. Put that in the search bar. And mm-hmm. bam, there you go. Bro. Really? It works like Prime. that? Prime. There in a, you know, it was there the next day. Shit. Right at my door. I did, like I said, I still have, uh, I used to love, you know, because like I said, I have her mom sign in. 
So my ex is signed in still. Her yeah, mom. So how's that work for you? So it's great because they can't they don't kick me off because they think I'm Patricia. <laughs> but I watched the Samaritan the other day. That's the new Sylvester Stallone thing, and it wasn't terrible. Wasn't the worst. What's that about? It was like he's like a superhero. I mean, like, but it like it's weird and it's kind of dark. Stallone as a superhero. Yeah. At, how old is he? Seventy. Yeah, but like he doesn't want to be the hero. It was like he was a hero when he was younger, and he's retired now. And like. It's, it's a whole thing. It's not the worst thing I've ever seen. So basically, Rocky coming out of retirement yeah. for one more match. Yeah, well, if I could do it, you could do it. We could all change. Yeah. No. So yeah, we got the NFL starting. And that's my favorite time of the year. It's my fucking f- absolute favorite time of the year. Like I said, my favorite day of the year is the first football Sunday. Is there a better time? No. It's my favorite. Or fa- holiday? No. It's my favorite fucking day. I, took the, I take the next day off if I possibly can every time because it's just like a holiday to me. I love it. Usually the Cowboys are playing the night game, which they are again. I hate that. Yeah. So it's NFL season. We're going to get into a lot of football shit today, I'm sure. Um, well, let's kick it off because it's also fantasy football season, right? And like I know everybody's like, I don't want to hear about your fantasy football. Well, guess what? You're going to listen to my fantasy football team because I'm going to tell you all and about it. And you're going to like it. fucking like it. <laughs> but... um. Yeah, no, we're, we'll get into our teams, Dom's team, my team, what we like about them, what we don't like about them, because um, we're, we're in the same draft. We've been in the same league here with them from, how many was this? What is X, 10? It's got to be more than 10, but what's X? At least 10. I think it's season 11, no? Maybe, probably. So we've been playing this league for a long time, same people, fun stuff. But like every year, it's just fucking it's the same song and dance. Have you won yet? No. I've gone to the finals twice. But I haven't won it I got yet. one win under my belt. One championship One championship. Win. Yep. In all of our years, I have zero. I have two appearances, but no belts. But, um, yeah, because Garrett always ends up beating me whatever fucking weirdo team he drafts. I had to, uh, we'll get in, I'll get into my team. Fuck it. What pick did you have? I had the 10th pick. 10th, okay. I had so, the 7th, and you had the 10th. Normally, uh, I, I usually go wide receiver heavy. Right? Well, let's first, hey, before we go into the positions, mm-hmm. team name. Oh, I, I had to switch it up this year. There's usually the Mongo Nation, but we haven't been doing nothing. So I've transitioned like three times already by name. So now it's time for Warrack to take over. The big W. Warrack. I wonder how other people do it out there. Do they? Do you guys like switch up your names every year? Like your or team like names? Or like do them every couple years? Or how, how does that work? Yeah. Because I know for me, I pretty much switch it up every year. Yeah. Unless, I, I'll keep it I, for Unless a I do good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'll, I'll keep it for a minute. But uh, go ahead. So you are? No, War Rack, baby. It's the Rack. The most ignorant rap group out of Rhode Island. <laughs> Is that where they're from? Yeah. I had no idea. I thought they were from fucking, like, no. the boonies in no. Alabama or well, something. Ro- 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 I mean, Rhode Island's kind of the boonies when it comes to the East Coast, I guess, if you think about it. Now, they're a group that got famous on social media. Yeah, they for- just did. They just, they're doing, like, freestyles, and they're really ignorant. And they suck, but they know they suck. That's yeah. part of the thing, yeah. right? Like, but, then they've the made, but then they've made songs, like regular songs, and they're not terrible. I've heard worse. I like the one guy that, like, just halfway through the of, freestyle, he just comes, just out, comes of out of nowhere and breaks down a door or big, a fucking wall. Big Chief East. It's my guy. Oh, that's his name. Uh-huh. Big Chief East. He's got the big, deep voice. He's like, Big Chief East, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that is quite the spectacle, mm-hmm. I will say. It's <laughs> hammer Warak. time. He's the leader, right? The one that, that the, guy, oh, that, Billy Palacio, <laughs> the, the white dude, with young Malibu. Oh, that's oh, a trip. That was man. his rap name before he got into the war rack shit. Young Malibu, dude. They would be perfect 
for the for the gathering? Absolutely. Oh my god, yeah. They should be playing the gathering. They should be headlining the fucking gathering. Like Warrack. I don't know why they're fucking not. It's insanity. So war hilarity. Yeah. So Warack, I had the 10th pick. Right. And like I said, I normally do the, the wide receivers heavy, but this year I was going to switch it up because I haven't been winning. I've been doing my thing. So I was like, you know what? I I had this thought come into my head. I've told you it before that having a good run game is like having a fucking great closer in baseball. Like, if you have that great closer, you can close it out, obviously. So I decided, fucking, I'm going running back heavy this year, right? So I had the 10th pick, mind you. By the time it got to me, all the, like, most premier backs were gone. So I ended up going with Joe Mixon at the 10th slot. I had him last year. If he's healthy, he produces. That's the whole thing with him. Mm -hmm. And then on the way back, I had the other pick kind of quick. I picked up Javante Williams because he's supposed to have this breakout season. And he's the lead back there, Mm -hmm. right, in Denver. So you got Russell Wilson, Javante's the head back, and a bunch of good receivers. Who's behind Javante? Is there anyone notable? Gordon's still there. Oh, that's right. So they got the one-two punch. Mm -hmm. You got Gordon. Okay. Hey, listen, that's not a bad combination no. right there. No, that was my, my one-two pick. And then I waited. When I came back around, I grabbed David Montgomery because he was still sitting there. And, like, he's the lead back there. He's going to put up numbers. He always does. Like, that's a, I think that's a really good running stable right there, those three guys. But then my, my receivers, they, they suffer for that. Because on the, on the way back around, I got risky. And I didn't, like, love any receivers that were there. You know what I'm saying? And people started taking tight ends. So I grabbed Kyle Pitts. And I think, fuck it, why not? Because I think he might be able to put up huge numbers. Well, that's the thing, too. You're basically getting wide receiver production Mm -hmm. from the tight end position. That's what you're hoping for. You know, as long as Mariota could get him the ball. Yeah. I mean, if anybody he can get it to is the tight end, you know? Yeah. Because Mariota sucks. And Pitts is so good. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You're not going to be able to stop him, period. So I looked at it that way when I drafted him. And then I got into the receivers after that, and I got... I have Gabriel Davis, Hunter Renfro, and Sky Moore. Those are my three starting receivers. Risky as a motherfucker, Risky man. as hell. <laughs> I'm going you with the it. fact that these guys have great quarterbacks, and they're going to spread the ball around. Like, Gabriel Davis had a few huge games last year, mm-hmm. and I feel like jo- J- um, Josh Allen's just going to throw the ball around this year, and Gabriel Davis is going to f- feast off of that. And I also think Hunter Renfro is going to have a gigantic year with people double-teaming Devontae Adams a lot. Well, he's another guy that I had on my team last year that and he picked, picked up. up numbers. Yes. Yeah, once yeah. I picked him up uh, off of waivers, I didn't let him go, man, because yeah, he's even good. as a backup, he was really, really good to have. But if I needed him like in a spot-start position, mm-hmm. like I felt pretty good with him. And yeah. now, like you just said, um, he'll have even more opportunities yeah. now. With uh, Adams and, th- and Carr th- thrown to him. And I so. have Derek Carr sitting on my bench as my Beautiful. backup, actually, because I feel like he's going to... Th- he always puts up numbers. Derek Carr's a good quarterback. Oh, uh, and, and I think this year we're going to see it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really, we're definitely going to see it on display this mm-hmm. year, man. The, ri- the riskiest receiver I have, though, is Sky Moore, because fuck, who knows you what don't he's going to do. He might know. not do anything, mm-hmm. you know? You know, he might not even hit the field. Is he in line to start? Yeah, he's supposed to be like the slot guy. So, still. who are the other guys over there? Valdez Scandling. Right. Um, Juju. And Scantlin was just brought over. Yeah. Juju was Juju's just brought over. over. Sky mm. Moore, and that's really it. Wow. Yeah. And then after I got my I got uh, my quarterback, I went and I got Dak. 
because I was like, ah, I could go. You know, there, a lot of guys were gone, and I could have went a different way. But I'm like, you know what? I love Dak. It's my guy. I got to take him all day. Just stay healthy. Yeah. yeah oh, all. dude, if he fucking is healthy, he's five thousand yards. You're good. You know, million touchdowns, running and passing. And I'm not worried about like how people are saying. Well, who, who's he get throw to? Well, you, every anybody, you, you everyone. Got CD. You got CD. You have Michael Gallup. You, you have got Schultz. You got Schultz still there. Don't forget yeah. about Schultz. You know, uh, um, Noah Brown is the fucking man. Yeah. Like we have guys. Yeah. I, I, exactly. And, Tolbert, and, the guy we just drafted. Like, there's guys there. We have guys. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm think, not I don't think Cowboys fans should be so worried about that. Um, I'm more worried about the offensive line, to be honest with you. Yeah, and but big news coming in. Uh, it looks like the Cowboys hey, are going to get some reinforcements, they, man. They're talking with Peters. I just saw the article, too. If they end up signing them, great. I mean, we could do. We need the depth. He'll be starting by what? Week three? Week two. <laughs> if we sign him yeah, tomorrow. He's in shape. Yeah. Well, he's a fucking all. We could, because then we could slide the rookie back at guard and we can have him play left exactly. tackle. Exactly. You know? No, you got to. Like and he's a fucking, he's a staple at left tackle. Healthy, that man is like. And you just need a year out of him. Yeah. Just he's a year. He's a goat. Yeah, left a year. tackle, technically. So I went through my quarterback, my receivers, my tight end, and. Uh, my cow, you know, I got the Cowboys D because they they cause a lot of turnovers and sack a lot. So they Homer. put up numbers. Bugger's my kicker. Homer my move, bench. by the way. I don't care. Uh, the bench, I got uh, Cordero Patterson. We'll see. You know, we'll see what happens. Uh, Kenneth Walker, the second or the third, whatever. The, he's a, the rookie over there. We'll see. You know, we're taking a shot at the rookie. He's supposed to be starting. We'll see. Uh, Derek Carr, like I said, I like this receiver. I got him. I got look at it. I got Russell Gage in like the fifteenth round. I'll take that. Yeah, he's on Tampa Bay. Tom Brady slings that ball over there. Why not? You know, I think he'll have more touches than Julio Jones. It's possible. Uh, Noah Fant, uh, Isaiah McKenzie. That's another guy I picked up. That I'm thinking maybe you know what he had a couple games last year for the Bills, and the Bills the Bills love him apparently. Like, he's on their fucking up and up over there. Like, the whole franchise loves him, so we'll see. And Dobbs from um, Green Bay. He's like a backup guy. Solid. Yeah, you know. It, he's a young guy they drafted this year in, like, the third, fourth round that they, they love, and he's been making plays in camp. So it's like he's probably going to get a chance to play real games. And it, who's Aaron Rodgers really throwing to out there? He's got to find someone. So this and guy, he will. Yeah, <laughs> so this guy could be somebody. That's why I picked him up. You know, Rodgers is just one of those guys. He'll make a star exactly. out of make a star out of some receiver that nobody knows about. Exactly because he's that good. I mean, Brady did it forever. You know, mm-hmm. that's why I picked this guy up because I'm I went more on these guys are playing with great quarterbacks. They'll find a way. Mm-hmm. You know, as opposed to look at the body of work they put up on their own. Like a guy like Allen Robinson, for example, he doesn't ever need a good quarterback. You know, he's getting a thousand yards. You know what I'm saying? So Brandon Cooks, he's yeah, another one. Same thing. There's a couple, like, there was one of those scenarios, you know, obviously, I feel like it happens every year, where I, like, see a bunch of guys in one, I'm like, all right, this is perfect, and then by the time I, it's my pick, all those guys are gone. Like, the guy, like, the, I said there was four times in a row, I'm like, oh, I'm going to take him, boom, yeah. he went, I'm like, fuck, I'm taking him, then, boom, he went, I'm like, no way, and then, boom, next, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck to do. Do you have, like, a, a pre-draft strategy that you set out? Because I, I look at it this way, like, there's books out there, there there's membership, mm-hmm. subscriptions, all these things that you could do. To get all this information together and then still pick a shitty team, mm-hmm. right? Like, um, but people put so much time and energy into it. So I like I know for me, mm-hmm. I put like a little to me too. none. I like, do, I, yeah, like I, almost zero effort. I, I retain what I listen to, right? Mm-hmm. I listen to Sirius XM, NFL Radio. Um, you know, I live on Twitter, so like I'm always getting information that I need, but mm-hmm. I don't sit and be like, okay, I have to really 
zone in on my draft strategy mm-hmm. tonight. I kind of just like know where I'm going to go in my head. I don't try to overthink it because I think that's really when you can, mm-hmm. you know, make really yourself go yourself crazy. Up, yeah. Yeah, then, yeah, exactly. And then after all that, you could still end up picking a shitty team. So yeah. you never know. Yeah. Like, what, exactly. so, how are, so how do you do it? Um, are you kind of the same thing? I, kinda, I just kind of like, all right, so a couple hours before the, because like I have an idea like how I want to do it, like what type of team I want to build. And then I'll just like go like an hour or so for the game. I'll start looking at players like, all right, well, I'll look at the list of guys and I'll see who's out there. And then I'll like, I'll know who I think is going to have a good year or not. You know, like I have an idea of who I like and who I don't like. So it's more so of like where the, so it's more so where, where the person is when the time comes, you know what I'm saying? Like if I'm pulling up, you know, it's like the second round and you know, I pop up and Cooper Cup is still sitting there. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, well, I have to take him. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's guys that you have to take. And then there's guys that you're just look, you're not in love with. And you're like, oh, well, they can wait, you know. And I'll go for a more of a position to need than more so of a player. Right. You know, so that's kind of how I look at it. Uh, but, yeah, that's my squad. You should do, what about what about your squad here? What do we got? What are we working with? Yeah, man. So I did uh, also switch <clears throat> up the team name this year and went uh, <laughs> the horror route because – Hey, it's September, man. Listen, I'm already, <laughs> I'm already at this point mm-hmm. playing my Spotify Halloween playlist. My neighbors put up their thirty foot skeleton already. Oh, that's they pretty have a thirty foot. My, my parents have a their neighbors like a twenty thirty foot skeleton that they put out for Halloween. It's already up. I don't want to go down too off topic here, mm-hmm. but I saw something. I don't know if you saw this. I think it was on Facebook, and it's like three thousand dollars, but it is a like gigantic. Blow up Michael Myers. Oh, I've seen that. It's cool. I forget how many feet yeah, it is, but badass. it's absolutely ridiculous. And it's like pretty three badass. grand. And I'm like, ah, oh, man. I mean, <laughs> what would Brooke do? Oh, probably love it. <laughs> if I Bro, was... my, like I said, that, I don't know how big that skeleton is, my neighbor's house, but it's legitimately 20 something feet. That's insane. It's fucking huge. Looks like I love a fucking it. The dinosaur. I love it. So I went with the uh, Springwood Slashers. Uh huh. So if you are a fan of Nightmare on Elm Street, you know. What that's about, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Freddy Krueger, pre um, the man of your dreams, uh, mm-hmm. before he was murdered by the families uh, and parents, all the kids that he uh, tortured. Yeah, right. Springwood uh, so Slasher. Springwood Slasher was uh, the moniker that uh, the media gave him. So a little uh, deep dive into the horror mm-hmm. realm there, but the Springwood Slashers. Uh, I, I went. Uh, did you go pick by pick, or you just went by position? I just went. Um, just down your roster? Yeah, kind of down my roster. I, okay. And then I kind of said where I picked them. Okay. Like I said, Mixon obviously was first pick. I'm trying to remember. But I, yeah. my first pick overall was Derrick Henry okay, at, yeah. at number seven. Okay. So you had the seventh pick. Seventh yeah, pick see, overall. See, the, see the, the, the backs were going off the rip. So I had to grab as many as I could, as fast as I could. Yeah. I mean, I, I think. I, I know fucked every year. That's why. I don't know how it is in everyone else's draft. But I know historically for ours, and it's probably the same, you know, throughout is you got to get a fucking running back first mm-hmm. round. Because if you don't, that drop-off from Tier 1 to Tier oh, 2 yeah. in terms of production is so huge. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, pretty much wherever I'm at, unless it's later in the rounds. Like, if I'm at the tail end of the round, mm. oh, I'm, I'm probably looking receiver, at yeah. receiver at that oh, point. Yeah, you're right. But I feel like this year I had to go. I, I had 10, but I had to go running back because every year I get fucked. I only have like one good back. No, I get it. it. I get it. And then, you know, you got to get two really good backs at mm-hmm. the end of the day. So I went with Derrick Henry. I mean, I know he had the injuries last year, but 
pre-injury. I mean, that guy was on pace for like he's unreal, ridiculous amount of yards. Like, I mean, he only didn't perform the second year of his career. The year I drafted him in fantasy, well, naturally, <laughs> and that was the only year he didn't perform. Other than that, he's been, <laughs> he's put up. He's the king for a reason. He puts up insane numbers year in year out. Well, and that's what I'm saying. Like, as long as he's healthy, there's no indication or no reason why he shouldn't re- reach mm-hmm. back to full form. Yeah, and absolutely kill it. Get a ton of yards, ton of touchdowns, and be that number one like workhorse back that you want um, your fantasy running back to be. You know, get touches, get touches. And like at the end of the day, dude, like when I look at, you know, we talk strategy, things like that. Like I just want guys that I know are going to touch mm-hmm. the fucking football. Yeah. And, you know, really, yeah. that's it. Give me someone who's going to be healthy all year and touch the ball. So I am I am banking on Derrick Henry to stay healthy this year mm-hmm. and um, definitely get Tons of touches, tons of points in fantasy. Mm. So I felt very comfortable with that, uh, number one. Mm-hmm. And then in my second pick, um, I guess at 14, I went running back, too. Back to mm. back. to back. Okay. Because, like, like you said, slim pickings. And I went uh, Cameron Akers. Cam yeah. Akers. Yeah, I, I personally just I don't think he's going to do it. Other people have a lot of stock in him. I just I could, He was there when I was picking, too. I just don't trust him so for some reason. What, outside of injuries, what don't you like I, about his game? I just don't like him. I don't, I don't know why. Like I don't feel like... I feel like he got lucky. I feel like his offensive line was just really good, and he got lucky. I don't know. I just don't. I don't trust him. I don't think he's that good of a back. See, I look at it this way, and this goes to what I was just saying before. My guy's going to touch, touch the, the ball, ball right? right? Yeah, exactly. Just want a guy that's going to touch the ball. Um, he's in line to be, you know, the number one mm-hmm. running back. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take that back. Yeah. There's that no, was, really nobody else there at too. that pick either, right? So mm-hmm. I, I felt you know it's not the sexiest pick, but at 14 I'm good. You yeah, know I'm yeah. good with Acres as my second running back, and then um, I think at three I went tight end, mm. or you know what? Shit, I think it was three, or it might have been reverse, but I'm pretty sure it was three at tight end. I went Mark Andrews. So yeah, once I saw those start going, that's why I went Pitts after that because I got Pitts at four. So you probably did go at three. Yeah, which I mean. I flirted with mm-hmm. the idea of taking Pitts at that point, too, because, mm-hmm. like we were saying also, hey, Mark gonna Andrews get, is a guy, bro. I know. He won me games last year. I know. Year. I know. I couldn't pass up on yeah. it. I couldn't. Because also, I was thinking about it this way, too. I'm like, yeah, Pitts is great, but what's the quarterback situation yeah. looking like? I'd, li- I'd like to really more over Marcus any day. Yeah. And that's kind of what it came down. That's why I took Andrews there. So. And like I said, Andrews won me games last year. Beautiful. That's what I want to hear. <laughs> you know, literally won me games. There was one game he had like forty points. I'm like, what the fuck? A yeah. tight end? <laughs> like, sign me up for that. That's yeah. all I gotta Hell say. Yeah. Sign me the fuck up for that. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Yes. Mm. So Mark Andrews. Yeah, I, I took him there, and then I think I went to wide receiver mm-hmm. after that. So kind of late. Yeah. Um, That's why I didn't get Gabe Davis. He was my first receiver taken to like the fifth round. And crazy. you were saying too, you're like, ah, I'm not sure about my receiver group. Uh, I yeah, feel the same I'm still way. Iffy. <laughs> and it's almost the opposite reason, though. For me, I'm not confident in the quarterbacks throwing them the football. Uh-huh. So you went with their individual already. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Because at that point in the draft, you know, it's those top tier guys mm-hmm. are kind of got, yeah. gone, and you're looking at guys that could. Maybe elevate mm-hmm. to that level during the season. So that was yeah, kind of because it happens. What I was thinking, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. And like, so I took uh, McLaurin from uh-huh. from uh, the Commanders okay. because listen, you don't know what Wentz, man. Yeah, you know he he's might. never had a fucking like consistent receiver. This is risky. Also, putting him as my number one, but you also made a good point before. You said there are some guys out there that are just going to put up a thousand uh-huh. yards. Yeah, McLaurin, no matter yeah, what. Yeah, well, McLaurin's that kind of guy. 
Yep. Legit. Yeah. As you see, he's been doing it every year with what, who? Heineke, fucking Fitz, fucking these guy, that guy. A dead Alex Smith. Like, you know? Yeah. It's fucking, yeah. He can, he does it. It's like, you know, he's that, he's that, he's that kind of guy. So then I went receiver again and took another guy, same exact deal. And I mentioned him before, uh-huh. Brandon Cooks. Okay. Yeah. I like Cooks. As and long as he's healthy, he's good. And Mills? Yeah. I don't think say, he's trash. I, yeah. Listen, Davis Mills is better than I think everybody thought he was. Like, he's legit. And uh, somebody to look out for in that team, too. There's two guys. Because no one talks about fucking Houston. They write them off completely. I wouldn't write them off. There's Nick Collins. I forget. It's his second year. He's playing receiver. Watch out for him. And they have a they have a tight end. I think his name's like Jordan something. He looks massive. Like, he looks like a dude that just came off playing basketball, but he's, like, got a giant upper body. It's insane. I feel like if that dude's, like, on, you're not going to be able to stop him, you know? Yeah, no yeah. doubt. So now I'm kind of treading into darker waters in terms of depth and value of what mm-hmm. you get later in the draft. Yeah. So I... I'm trying to think who I pick next, but um, I, I think I went quarterback yeah. at, at this pick. Ah. And I, I think I was, was I with the first one in the draft? I think I was the second one because someone took Mahomes. Someone's, uh, yeah, I think someone took Josh Allen, too. I took Rodgers, and I was okay. definitely one of the first people. to. So you probably took it third because I think Mahomes and, and, and Allen, Allen were two okay. first, two gone. Yeah, and I felt, why not at that point? Mm-hmm. You know, because if I'm going to grab another receiver or someone like that, there's enough guys on kind of the mm-hmm. equal level. Yeah, left. that's what I said when I looked at it. That's why I took Dak. I said the same thing. I looked at the guy that's receiver. I'm like, there's not much of a drop off from this guy. Yeah, and this guy. I want a quarterback that I know is going to be impactful. Yeah. Oh yeah. And Rodgers, I mean, he's. I don't care if he lost Adams, honestly, because yeah. he's that good. He's yeah. going to distribute the ball to more guys. His that's boy all. Cobb it's is mean. still there. Cobb's <laughs> there. Who he has a connection with. That's his forever. homie. You know, so no, I feel good. I think Rogers is going to be j- just fine. Yeah, I don't. I, I'm not too worried. So I felt good there, and then I went back to receiver, and this one's super risky, but yeah. you know, high risk, high reward type deal. At this point in the draft, these are the kind of things that you're looking at. Mm-hmm. So I took Michael Thomas as okay. my third wide receiver. Maybe oh. him and James yeah, can build maybe. a connection. Maybe he can stay healthy. Yeah, who knows? Maybe he's James healthy, can stay he can play healthy. his ass off. But these are all the questions, right? So yeah. you're like, can he stay healthy? Can James stay healthy? Yeah. Can James be good? Can they have a connection? Like all these variables mm-hmm. that are yeah. out there, and you really don't know. Yeah. So, I mean, but fuck it. As my third wide shot. receiver, I, I'm good with that. Yeah, you it's, know? Like it's worth a shot. I'm good with that. And then later on, and I, I, I think, I, I really hope I'm not messing up the order. Mm-hmm. I might be a little bit. But then I took Miles Sanders mm-hmm. uh, for the Eagles as I mean, my that's, flex. That's a good pick, actually. I mean, I hate the Eagles, but I mean, he's their starting back and he's their you know number one back. Again, guys that are gonna touch the yeah. ball. He touches the ball <laughs> a lot too. That's it. That is the mantra for this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, that's it. And then rounding it out, I had um, the Steelers' defense. I uh, have uh, Jake Elliott. As my kicker Elliot. from the Eagles, and I don't know why I just end up with him every year. I feel Elliot. like there's always like <laughs> there's always those guys that you feel mm-hmm. like end up on your roster every year, no matter what. That's how it was mean T.Y. Hilton for the longest so weird, time. so weird. And Elliot. then you know, round out the bench, the bench looking like dude. I like my bench a lot. I don't like mine too a much, lot. I have I Garrett risk. Wilson, uh huh, wide receiver. Jets. I remember I was gonna pick him up. He would have been starting on my team if I picked him up. <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about. Then I have Michael Carter. Call me Homer. Yeah. I took these guys back Fuck to it. back. But again, Carter's 
He's yeah. in line to be the first running back. I don't know. Brees Hall's pushing. Of course. I mean, it's probably going to be 50-50 early yeah. on, but like they have him on the roster mm-hmm. as running back one right now. Yeah. So, And he's my backup running back. He's yeah. on my bench. He's on the bench. Yeah, doesn't so, He'll get touches. There's, there's no doubt he's going to get touches. And then here's my coup. Hmm. I do this every year. I take another high-profile quarterback mm-hmm. and put it on my roster, and it's strictly a defensive move. Yeah. Just so no one else picks him. Someone that's sleeping on taking a quarterback and waiting later mm-hmm. and later. Oh, they do it all the time. Right? I'm yeah. going to snatch one of those guys. Which is why I've done. At. I've taken three <laughs> quarterbacks in the past sometimes. Um, really be a dickhead. I took, I took Stafford, dude. Yeah, I, I, that's I, why I took Stafford. Car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Same deal. And then um, tight end, I have Irv Smith Jr. Okay. Uh, Might do something. Yeah, I don't know. Um they are just kind of taking a guess, but got a couple compliments on that pick, so we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, your boy, Michael Gallup. Yep. Listen. Hey, he's, he's healthy. Fuck it. Get Dak's going to – he always touches the ball. Yeah. Dak so. finds him, so. He makes some of the craziest catches you've ever seen, too. Get him it's on nuts. my roster. I'm good. See, I'm good with a guy on the bottom of my roster mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. And if I need him in a pinch, oh, I'll be okay. Yeah. You know, there will be weeks he gets more points than CDs, yep. without a doubt. Yep. Again, it's just health is an issue with him. Oh, so yeah. we'll see. Hey, that knee injury was big, so we'll see. And then I got Van Jefferson. That's another one. He'll put up numbers. You know? And then, uh, again, from the Rams, Tyler Higby, tight end. Okay. So, okay, okay. I don't know. I like my team. I feel yeah. good about the I, slashers. Yeah, I, I do. Yeah, it's not too bad. That's like how I feel about Russell Gage on my bench. I feel like he's like kind of saying what you feel about what's-his-face on your bench right there. Gallup? Yeah. Yeah. So this, I feel the same way about Gage. If like, you need him, it's gonna be there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fucking, so yeah, that's our fantasy teams. Yeah, and everybody, uh, be feel free to send us your teams. I want to see what everybody's working with, what everybody's style is. Yeah, we, and we've been um, pretty lackluster on social later uh, mm-hmm. lately. Later, <laughs> yeah, lately. But uh, we should post our teams. I want to hear mm-hmm. comments here. Everybody else. Well, yeah, we'll get them up. We'll see what's happening. For sure, our teams. But with that, let's take a break, brother. And we'll, oh, on the other side, we'll uh, we'll do the football collection. Oh, We're right. gonna keep that rolling. So, okay, okay. And then we got a few more things yeah. NFL related, I think, and yeah. some other stuff. So you guys just hang tight. Fuck we'll let man. Dave do his thing, and yeah. we'll be back after this. What's up, guys? It's Sturge from Chop Sports, and today I'm here to finally deliver some new happenings with our friends over at Absolute Eyewear. You already know the deal. They're stocked. They have the biggest brands, including Ray-Ban, Polo, and now introducing its newest player to their star-studded lineup, Oakley. They work with all your major insurance companies, including BCBS, AARP, and so much more. If you check out Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, next to the train station, you'll receive $100 off any prescription frames and lenses. That's $100. Check them out right now by either calling 732-326-3937 or visit their website, absolute-eyewear.com. Tell them Chop Sports Sturch sent you. What's going on, ladies and gents of Chop Sports? It's your boy, Sturch, again, and today I want to talk to you about our newest affiliate and sponsor, and that's the Fusco Insurance Agency. Michael Fusco has partnered up with Chop Sports, and we are very pumped about every single service his company has to offer. The Fusco Insurance Agency offers personal and commercial lines, life insurance, health insurance. They even help with retirement and employee benefit administration. They offer accounting services through Prestige Tax Group, tax preparation and planning, bookkeeping, payroll, retirement planning, insurance, asset protection, and even life settlements. Guys, they even fix your credit, okay? They have credit repair through their own physically fit credit repair. They offer exclusive plans, and Fusco's promise to you is that you can't lose money, and you can participate in all the gains with a cap. 
If you're looking for a blend of personal service and expertise, you've come to the right place. They offer a broad range of services for business owners and independent professionals. Their rates are affordable. They're very experienced. And of course, the most important part about this whole thing, they're very friendly people. Visit the website right now for more of the ins and outs that Michael offers at www.fuscoinsurancecompany.com. Yeah, and we're back, baby. We are back. It's the second half of episode 26. You are tuned in to the All-Star Vintage Podcast. Yeah. And and listen, if you're a returning guest, thanks for sticking around. And if you're first time checking Mm -hmm. out podcasts, listen, we appreciate your love. Happy you found us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So first half, we did fantasy football. We did. It was good shit. Went through our teams, uh, got a feel for our philosophies on drafting fantasy teams and whatnot. Now we're going to get into the ever so popular card segment, and then we'll maybe do Jersey Talks. I forgot about Jersey Talk. <laughs> totally forgot. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so we're into the, the unnamed card segment that with our new soundboard, we're going to have cool effects soon. It's going to be like a thing. Dude, this thing is fucking awesome. Yeah, man. this mix of rules. So we're going to have like some cool shit for the segment and it's going to be fucking badass. But um, Dom pulled the first card. So let's see what the fuck it is. The first card out of my collection. It's actually a dual player okay. card. How about that? Okay. Two players on this card. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an upper deck, 1991. Upper decker. Uh, and uh, this is really, really cool. Mm-hmm. It's it's a, um, a split kind of graphic mm-hmm. where you have the quarterback on top, and then you have the receiver catching the ball, looks like, uh, for a touchdown on the bottom there. Do you know those two players in from 1991? This from, from this same from distance? Was it the Rams? From uh, the, I mean, was it St. Louis at that well, time, or was yeah. it Los Angeles in 91? 91, I think it was... Uh, Maybe Los Angeles Rams? I think it was Los Angeles. I was going to say... Well, at first I was going to say Kurt Warner and fucking... Said too early, too early. Um, the quarterback you might get. The receiver is probably a little tough, unless you're a Rams fan. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say the quarterback looks like... Chris. 91. Chris. Is it Chris? Is it Everett? Yep. I looked like Everett. Jim, Jim Everett. Everett. That's, I was going to actually say that because it looked like him, and I saw the 11. Jim... Ever. Who's the receiver? Henry Ellard. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't have ever guessed. That. But you remember Henry Ellard. Well, kind you of, know he is. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, no, he was, he was a good player the for, for the Rams. Yeah, so this is titled Aerial Threats, mm-hmm. Upper Deck 91 card. So Jim Everett and Henry mm-hmm. Ellard, and uh, a little, little shindig on the back here. Ellard and Everett mm-hmm. are rewriting the Rams record book in oh. both passing and receiving. Until ta- until fucking Kurt Warner The greatest show on turf, yeah. <laughs> Everett set a team record with 554 attempts in 1990, and Ellard improved his record to 421 career receptions and has caught a pass in 65 oh, consecutive shit. games at that time. How you doing? They're saying with Everett at quarterback, Ellard caught 76 passes over 1,200 yards in mm. 1990, and his teammate... Another well-known uh, Rams receiver, Flipper Anderson, mm-hmm. had 51 catches for over 1,000 yards. That name's great. So, dude, even this is like pre-greatest uh-huh. show on yeah, turf. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 91. They were years. doing with Everett, yeah. Ellard, and Flipper Anderson, Chris. dude. Flipper Chris. Anderson. <laughs> um, so, at, uh, Everett was actually second in the NFL. Oh, he was a good quarterback. With 3,989 yards. He bounced um, around a lot. The prior season. quarterback. We actually just sold our Everett jersey. We did. We did. So to actually, I'll give a shout out. I don't remember your name, buddy, but 
I remember I gave you the card to listen to the podcast because he uh, he actually wrote for this uh, New Orleans Saints, and he was actually going to meet Jim Everett somewhere and wanted to get his, uh, the autograph. That's why he bought the jersey, which is why he didn't care. It was a youth large. That was which is awesome, a, actually. It, it, it's cool because sometimes we do pick up like these weird mm-hmm. uh, players, to, but we can't like pass up on them because yeah, they're so good, obscure. Yeah. You know, so you, it was a youth XL. We like like Jim Everett jersey. Are we going to sell this? Like, like this is it, so weird. It. But we did. And it's <laughs> a perfect first scenario like that. So that makes me think maybe I'll pick up more obscure shirts in weird sizes. So that was card number one of the three. Dom picks three cards weekly out of the collection. And we go through them and we figure out which one is the coolest. Fucking coolest, dude. It's going to be tough to top that one, man, because yeah. I really did like that one. Yeah, the aerial so threats. A double, double cool thing going on. You'll like this one, though. What's that? You will definitely like this one. This is a quarterback from the uh, Minnesota Vikings. We're going. My guy, Jeff. We're going into the year of 1999. (laughs) Is it my guy, Jeff George, by any chance? uh, Mark does have it correct. Yeah. It is Jeff George. Fucking love Jeff. I'm rocking the number three. And hey, we have have a Jeff George (laughs) jersey. Number three Vikings jersey in purple. Everybody's interested. Yes, we do. So this is a uh, this is a uh, stadium club, top yeah. stadium club um, from cool, 1995. Cool. That's a cool yeah, yeah, it's a cool card. Um, so 1999, rather. Um, let's see what we got here on the back of the card. Anything Before interesting? Cole Pepper, who's my guy, man? Jeff George. He was a head case though. He's nuts. He's a psycho. He's a fucking jerk. He's a drunk. He's a um, cowboy. He was a cowboy too. So at this point in '99, they're saying he passed for. 3,500-plus yards Still three times. It. That's what I'm saying. He slung it. In the past five years at that point. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he did sling it, but Dude, he was he just nuts. Sling. He's nuts. It wasn't he one of those quarterbacks, too, that, like, recently within the past... Tried to come back. Like, 10, yeah. 7 years was like, yeah, I want to make a comeback. He was in his 50s still. I was like, I can come back and play. I remember that. <laughs> so, you got Jeff George here. Um, another good card, Jeff man. George. I like this yeah, one. I love Jeff George. It's going to be a tough pick this week, actually. No way. You're not going to believe it. What? And I don't know if it should count. What, what, what? But this goes to my, um, I picked a couple cards from this collection in the past. Mm. Um, playoff first and 10 was the, um, was the brand. Okay. And um, look who it is in, it uh, looks like Raiders attire at this <laughs> point. Is it Jeff George? Uh, <laughs> is it? It's Jeff George That's again. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> no, it's a, yeah, it's a Jeff George day. That's great. That's so fucking this Jeff- is- Jeff George, you fucking, I fucking love Jeff George. It's perfect. Jeff George, and let's see. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, going into this year, 97, he was the Raiders quarterback. Yeah. That's hilarious. In 1996, he had, looks like he was on the, he didn't play much. <laughs> no. Uh, 99 attempts, 56 completions, 698 yards, three touchdowns, three picks. So he was back up somewhere, I guess, the year Probably. before. Yeah. But two Jeff, jo- Jeff George, <laughs> two Jeff George cards. How about that? Fucking, I'll take it though. That's fine. So you got the Jeff George from the 1999. You have the Jeff George from the 97, and then you have the <laughs> dual aerial threats tops 91 um sorry upper deck 91 card with okay. jim everett chris and chris? henry yeah, ellard that in there um you can play chris every time chris uh, i'm gonna go with the the vikings jeff george hooks it's the, the cool holographic style cool cool and we have the jersey yeah it's just a cool style card i like it, it looks cool like I, the I holographic d- background it's nice i i dig it and I'm going to go with, although I like that one as well, um, I'm going with the 1991 Upper Deck, the okay. aerial 
threats of Everett Chris Ellard. And uh, I kind of tell you why, too. It's it's interesting because, you know, reading the back of the card here, I didn't realize that this was like a aerial assault. Like Mm -hmm. this was pre greatest show on turf, but these guys were putting up the same type of stats. Yeah. Yeah. Which is is pretty cool. Talk about it. Um, So, yeah. So that was kind of a little educational Hmm. For me, and uh, yeah, yeah, you know, pretty cool. So That's I hope the cool. audience liked it too. That's I thought cool. it was a uh, a fun um, selection this round. Yeah, good, good cards. But good uh, cards. Jeff George dominates. Yeah. How about that? It's Jeff George Day. It's fine with me. So, so what else yeah. would you like to get into? So now, do you want to do you want to do Jersey talk? Yeah, my, I'm gonna have my mom record that. <laughs> Great fucking idea, actually. That would be fantastic. Jersey yeah, talk? I would like to get into Jersey talk. Where are we? I don't on, fucking know. Uh, so I'm saying we have to figure Jersey out talk. what we did last one. Jersey talk. <laughs> yeah. So last time we did it the was uh, AFC West. It was the AFC West for sure. Yes. So now we're gonna do the NFC West. All right, cool. And we'll kick it off with the Arizona Cardinals. And the Arizona Cardinals had a very basic, very basic. They've never for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, They've but never the really strayed actually, too far. Those from new the ones are actually nice, and they're like the black. One I think is very cool, and they have the black helmet now. Probably with it, probably gonna be badass. But as we look at these jerseys, I like I said, the black one's cool and all. But I think I the like the most these white throwback ones they wore in ninety and uh, two thousand one. The Pat Tillman jerseys, for sure. They're white, and they have, like, the sun the, logo thing on the on side. On the patch. The patch yeah. on the side and that the was sleeve, like yeah. a, they had They wore those in 1988, yeah. and the 2001 was, like, an updated version of that. And it's just, like, it's cool. It's a little modern, but still has that throwback feel. So I, I think I'm going to go with that jersey, actually. Like, the black one's badass. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But, I mean, up to this point, it's really it's been, been really pretty basic. basic, right? Like, mm-hmm. they really haven't done much outside of... They had a plain red one with, like, a patch on it, you know? Yeah. I, you, and you know what? Honestly, that one is probably my favorite. Which one? Is, like, the plain 90s red jersey. The one that has, like, nothing on it? Yeah. It's really... Just right there has like the cardinal patch on it. Yep, nothing to it, just kind of clean and the ninety-eight one. Uh, hold on, let me. Yeah, see. Yeah, that's this one right here. See. The ninety-eight one. The nine, the ninety-eight red one. Yeah, and, yeah. and the white one. Those, those, both of those. The uh, home and away, I, I liked a lot. Um, not that you know what, not necessarily. I liked them a lot, but I think out of this group, and I did like ninety-four. I, one I did like the kind of clean look patch. that those were. And the stripes on the arm, but that's very much like a Niners jersey. Yeah, it's almost, you're right, you know. Oh, my God, yeah. Look at that. It is almost like a, a Niners ripoff. Yeah, so, no, for me, you know, there's a couple other ones. I think of the alternative blue one, and I think of Emmett Smith, mm-hmm. uh, particularly. Yeah, fuck that. That's a dark era. I hate that era. That is. Emmett off the Cowboys, to me, makes no sense. Why did it happen? I don't know. I just didn't want to pay him anymore. And do you know who? Done. Here's a little fun fact, and I, I hope I got this right. Hmm. But, uh, the last quarterback, I believe, to hand the ball off to Emmett Smith was, mm-hmm. you know? It was like Matt Liner or something stupid like that. Yeah, yeah. Not bad. No, it was McCown, actually. <laughs> Josh McCown. McCown. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, I think McCown's like rookie year or something oh, insane okay. like that. But yeah, <laughs> Emmett Smith, dude, on the Cardinals, what, a year or two? Yeah, that was it. But he was on there. Uh, Anquan Bolden's rookie year. Wow. Yeah, because they wow. had done that hard. So they knocks. had McCown, they had Bolden. Yeah. And Emmett was the old dog uh-huh. in the room. And they had like, because they were doing uh, uh, hard knocks. I, mean, I remember Emmett was like, that's Anquan Bolden. He tackles, he makes plays. That's Anquan Bolden. Love Bolden. Oh, yeah. It's great. Also, one of my faves. But Absolutely. Emmett, great. dude, one of my favorite. Definitely up there. Probably like my top five favorite running backs mm-hmm. of all time. Oh, and it's my favorite player of all Maybe time. Maybe top three. No question. Love it. Emmett. But yeah, so the blue alternative that I don't know if they necessarily ever wore. Uh huh. 
But I do particularly remember like seeing that for a sale, like available mm-hmm. online or yeah. you know at the local store or whatever it was, Models. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking know. But a blue Arizona Cardinals alternative Emmett Smith jersey. So that mm-hmm. one is very memorable. I do like the black ones that they rock now. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it loses points. It loses flavor because everyone has, has a, black a black jersey. jersey. Yeah, so even yeah. though if it's cool, I discount it a little, little mm-hmm. bit. That's why I said I'm stuck. In, I'm sticking with that one, the, that 2001 remake of the 80s jersey. Cool. And I'm going with the plain Janes in the 90s. Okay. So we were just talking about the 49ers. Let's move on to the 49ers. Ooh, okay. Um, a rich jersey history yes. for sure. Uh-huh. Very similar to the Cowboys in terms of uh-huh. jersey history and prestige um, jersey, yeah. right? Like, yeah, absolutely. you know, they're, they're a brand and no, within and a, themselves. And another one that has a very cool black on black jersey that they never wear. Mm-hmm. The black pants, mm-hmm. very cool. They'll never wear it. But when it comes to the 49ers, it's to very me, simple. For yo, me. it's me. It's simple too. It's the black. It's the it's the red jersey with the shadow number. One hundred percent. And that's. The you think in 94, 95? Yeah. They redid it in 2003. I know that. So. Yeah. The original is not, I think about the 90, was it five Super Bowl? Um, mm-hmm. Steve Young, when they were against. Uh, no, the 94 Super Bowl. Was it 94? Yeah, yeah. Against, what was it, the Stan Humphrey-led uh, Chargers? Uh, I want to say probably. Junior yeah. Seau. Yeah. yeah. And it was like a complete shit show. It was like 45 uh-huh. to 3. Oh, yeah. Or something. Complete. But those, numbers, those jerseys, they stand out. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. And then, Classic. you know, outside of that, they haven't done anything drastic, no, right? No. To their logo, their colors, things like that. It's always, been, always a nice, clean jersey. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's a rich history there. Yeah, uh, definitely. So even the 49er fan. Even their white ones with with uh, the shadow numbers. Oh, yeah. The, the shadow and, numbers and were the, cool. Yeah, and the gold pants, very nice. Yeah, they were the, nice. one of the first ones to to break that Oh, uh, that mold, shadow, yeah. Do you the know? numbers like that. Yeah. And oh, I don't yeah. feel like any other team can really nice. replicate that. You look at uh, some iconic ones, man. The Steve Young jersey mm-hmm. like that. The uh, Deion Sanders jersey like that. Deion Sanders 49ers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's all the icon. It's an iconic jersey. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, yeah, that, that's we both agree on that's the jersey. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah 100%. The, there's no question. So, now that moves on to, let's move on to another one that I think is easy call, too. And that's the Rams. Mm. For me, mm. it's a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. It's the... It's the throwback, yeah, blue and yellow L.A. Ram jersey. The the Dickerson, yes, L.A. Yes, Ram jersey. Yes. That is by far. That's one of my favorite jerseys. Yeah. Period. I don't even have to look and guess, and yeah. you know, like that's my that's one of my top five favorite jerseys of all time. One hundred percent agreed. I'm with you on that. Um, I do. You know, it's funny when uh, the newest jerseys dropped, which were kind of um, a variation. Mm-hmm. Or a homage to the one that you were just talking about. It took me a while for me to like it. I didn't mm-hmm. like it at first. I don't know if it was something with the 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 brightness or the vibrant colors. Mm-hmm. They weren't quite right. There was some gray implemented into the. Uh, oh yeah, the new ones. Right? Yeah, so it was just like it was That's different. Strange. But now I think I'm settled on them, and I still mm-hmm. think they're one of the premier jerseys in the league currently. Yeah, with, with yeah. this style. Oh yeah. So no, I, I, nice. I like this one too. I like it. I did not like. The greatest show on turf ever ones. I'm sorry. No, I'm not like Rams. huge on those. The, you know, the the, um, the navy okay. blue with the gold and... Uh, no, the one that was that was right The Kurt Warner the, era. That, yeah, no, a, he, they would still rock the, the old one. No, I know, there. but predominantly they, they, were, they ushered no, in it's that the, new... It's the boulder. They're thinking about the boulder era. Yes, but 
Those they ushered in while while Warner oh, yeah, that was, was the yeah, they, they, still. but that was like the end of the show. Yeah, on yeah, yeah. And they brought those. Yeah, in. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. In the beginning, they rocked the old ones, the white, the classic old, the clean white and shit. But no, that that Eric Dickerson, the blue and yellow throw, but that's like one of my favorite jerseys. Just period. Yep. I've always wanted that jersey. Like that thing's just sick. But yeah, that, like I said, those jerseys, that one, the forty nine, those are easy pickings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, always, always solid, always so, solid. So now on to the last team in the division. That would be the Seattle Seahawks. Okay, those. Let me say that when they the the current like I'm used to the current jerseys now, but when they switched to those jerseys, it was such a drastic change. It was crazy, like with almost like that neon green. It was nuts. I wasn't. I was not feeling that shit for a what long. What year did they change time. that over? Uh, not like not too long ago. That's the thing. They did it probably no. Early 2000s. Yeah, that's 2000s. what I'm thinking too. Yeah. And I go back, I'm looking at all these fucking, like the jerseys, right, for the Seahawks, right? I think personally, my favorite is that ugly old blue one. Yeah. The Steve Largett, like yeah. this one, like this, the blue, ugly blue. Yep. With the green around the sleeve. Listen. And the silver Seahawk helmet. Like, the Eagles, uh, Eagles, this, the Seahawks jerseys have always been ugly, no matter what. Yeah. The new ones, the old ones, they've always been ugly. But these like were like saying, Wilsons. The nostalgia <laughs> factor of the ones that you're showing right now, right? Mm-hmm. Those ones from it's the even 80s. The white 90s. One. Look at the white one. Yeah, like those are how I yeah. remember the Seahawks growing Me up. Too. So like I'm partial to those. Me too. I could recognize that they're not nice jerseys. No. But I kinda like them. Yeah. And I and like <laughs> the new ones now, like these modern ones they have, I don't think those are nice jerseys either. No, not at all. Not at all. I think they're ugly. Yeah, and like even that era they went in before that, that like uh, the Matt Hasselbeck, Sean Alexander era, that green, like those were ugly too. Ugly, you know. Yep. You have the, that ugly uh, gray oh. implemented into it. What the fuck was <laughs> yeah, that? I was like a duck died in here. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, these ones right here. Yeah, I don't, I don't dig those. The 2002 to 2011, they wore those. They wore those a decent amount of time. So 2011 is when they came in with the new ones. Okay. Yeah, no, I like the old dog ones. Yeah, the OGs. even these whites, I don't like these. No. I remember I had a Sean Alexander <laughs> You did. Jersey. That's right. Remember that Green era? jersey. You know, that's weird. Hold on. What is this? In 2009, it pops up just says green jersey. Seahawks wore on... But it's, it's taken forever to load. They wore it for one game. I'm trying to remember. This is 2009. Oh, it's this. Oh, that's right. That was when they fucked. That's what I thought it was. Yeah. yeah, terrible, terrible. Maybe that's what gave them the idea to do that new style uh, like that. Like, let's make it neat. Whoever their uh, chief brand officer is, it probably doesn't have a job anymore. No, that dude sucked. All right, so, so that was uh, Jersey talk. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you on that one though. I, I do like <laughs> the older ones as well for the nostalgia factor. So Jersey talk, Jersey talk, NFC yeah, West. You. That was an aggressive one. Yeah, my, my mom's gonna do it. Aggressive. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That was it on Jersey Talk. How about that? Oh, <laughs> all right, a brother. So, uh, what else do we have on the docket for today? Uh, yeah. So, yeah. I guess we'll get into real fast before we close out this episode. We'll do a little in depth into our teams. Uh, me being a Cowboy fan, Don being a Jet fan. Just As a little insight to our team since NFL is starting this week. We're gonna do next week. We're gonna do picks. Stay tuned. We're going to pick. I'm going to pick you all the winners. I'm going to pick you all the fucking, um, all the, the futures for the Super Bowl. Cause I'm always going to be right. Cause I'm the fucking man. And tell us why <laughs> it's not going to be the Cowboys versus yep, the Jets this it, year. Exactly. Tell me why. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Speaking of the Cowboys, uh, we need to make the NFC title game this year or Mike McCarthy is going to be fired. 100%. 
that's how I really feel, and that's what I think should happen. Not even a discussion, dude. No, like that's how I feel <laughs> it know? should happen. Like we have, we have, and also while we're talking about the Cowboys, mm-hmm. I feel like Cowboys fans need to relax. We are uh, when it comes to wide receiver, we are going to be fine. Like we're, I see people fucking going crazy, especially James when James uh, Washington went down. Oh my god, what are we gonna do at receiver? Like we're fine. We have C.D. Lamb who's going to who's going to break out and have a gigantic year. That's one. You always got Dez on speed dial. He'll come yeah, back. Yeah, he'll come back tomorrow. He would. Oh yeah. So we have CD who's going to be a number one, no question. Um, you have Michael Gall coming back off injury. I understand, but when he's healthy, you know what the fuck he is. Mm-hmm. He's a guy who's going to make any catch you fucking throw his way. He makes some. If you go watch his highlight tape, he's made some of those insane catches. Healthy, in the he's NFL. a great number yeah, two. It's insane. You could do a lot worse than him. Yeah, and then you got this guy in the slot. We got a guy, a bunch of guys who could play. We got the rookie Tolbert. Noah fucking Brown's been having a fucking insane camp. And that dude's been in our system for like three, four years now. He's been there rocking with us. He knows comfortable Dak, comfortable. He's he, It's his time to shine. Trust me. He'll get a lot of play time this year. Uh, he was, he'll be the Cedric Wilson of this year. Cedric Wilson balled out last year when he got his opportunities and Miami signed got him. Got paid. We weren't going to come and yep. we weren't going to pay him that money. But look for Noah Brown to be similar. And then, you know, Tolbert, the rookie, who looked good in preseason. And you got other guys that look good, like Vanisher and, like, these randoms that come into camp and just look good. I think Dak is one of those quarterbacks that just make people look good. So I'm more concerned about the offensive line. I mean, if we sign Peters so he comes in and shores up the line a little bit, that's great. But our offensive line's pretty shitty. I mean... Isn't that weird to say, man? Yeah. For the first time in a long time. Yeah. I mean, Smith's gone, so boom, you got the... Uh, right now, you have... Right now, as of right now, you have the the, the the kid Smith that we drafted this year at left tackle. You know? He, mm-hmm. When we drafted him, everybody's like, what? You know? But we needed it, obviously. Yeah. Hopefully. And from in camp, actually, he hasn't looked like he's been too bad. His problem is college was, was penalties, but if he cuts those out, I mean, he's a player. So we'll see. Uh, we got McGovern playing fucking guard, terrible. That one, uh, Valdez playing center, terrible. Uh, the only solid player we have, Zach Martin playing guard, who's legend. He's, he's one of the greatest to ever do it. There's no question. And then next to him, we got the porn star, Terrence Steele. Yeah. So it's terrible. Dak's going to be running for his fucking life. So we want to keep this guy healthy. Uh, we're going to have to see a lot of Zeke, yeah. a, lot of, a lot of Pollard. Yeah. I'm sure and a lot of dump off shit. And you know what? Like Kellen Moore, you know, he has to be cognitive of what's going on with yeah. the roster around him. Right. Like, so yeah. you have to know, like, th- these are the resources, the resources that I have right now. And I have to recognize that my line is not great and that I have to get the ball out quickly. Mm-hmm. Dak has to get the ball out quickly. So those things have to be communicated, um, and, and it's the realization of what's going on right now. I mean, it's it's almost week one, and you're still signing Jason Peters because mm-hmm. you got problems. Yeah. So I mean, I, but I do think they have enough talent, coaching wise, and um, on the quarterback and receiver end that they Ooh, can make it. The Pittsburgh section. Fuck Mike McCarthy. Fuck him. I, I think they can. Ma- I think they can make it work. Right. Like teams can get by when you have a really good quarterback yeah. and have like a subpar offensive line. Like Tom Brady has done that. Yeah. Like Aaron Rodgers has done that. Like some of these top quarterbacks have done that and could take their team literally to the fucking mm-hmm. Super Bowl with like a, a kind of a shitty line. So no, I, get I think it. it's possible. It's I not it. ideal, but it's. Yeah. I think it's possible they could still succeed. No, I get it. And like I said, they better because if they don't, McCarthy's gone. He's toast. And I kind of want him to be toast. So yeah, that's what I was going to ask you, right? So like what's what's kind of your outcome here? Do you well, best do, case scenario? Do, do you think the Cow- worst? Here's this, because this is what can happen. The Cowboys could go, let's say, 
Um, how, how many games? We got 17 games mm-hmm. now. So we're looking. I think the Cowboys could go, let's say, if they win 10 games and sneak I mean, in. Way more than 10 But games. let's just say yeah. they win 10 games, sneak in, and win a playoff game. Mm-hmm. Is that enough nope. to, to keep them? Nope. NFC title game. What if they? But what if they do keep them? That's the problem. Do you want to live in mediocrity for the rest of your life? Exactly. It's a fucking problem if they keep them. Yeah. But I I think I I think I think Jerry is done with him after this year. I think he really is. Because he's because Jerry. So will they win more games? You're you're saying ten? No way. They're going to win more than that. So what do you think, bro? They're going to win another eleven games, twelve games again. Watch. Yeah. Watch it. Won eleven, twelve last year. Fucking um. What's his face? Fucking Jerry Jones, man. He 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 loves having the new toy. So like he sees all these teams hiring all these young fucking quarter coordinators and shit as their head coach. He McCarthy's toast, dude. Yeah, so, he's gonna get one of these young guys. He might say, "Hey, Kellen would be head coach," which I would hate to be completely yeah, honest with you. Yeah, but it would not shock me. I wouldn't shock me. But if I, I ugh, I'd rather him go out and get. A younger, like a guy. So that's the energy. thing, man. Like, so, like, but let's say not, it's a complete yeah. disaster this year, right? Or you know, they. Oh, it's they, a disaster. It's house cleaning, hundred percent. So who who who's out there? Like, who who's even on I the radar dude, right I don't now? Because I, no I think idea. you make a good point. With you got to wait. Do you know you got to watch this year and it goes by because someone always appears. You know, I'd like to see who's hanging out. You know, I watched a little bit of Hard Knocks. Yeah. I don't know if you watched that. But um, I love Dan Campbell. I you know, I yeah. always say I love Dan Campbell. Like I would love to play for him, man. Watching Hard Knocks, he's insane. I would bro. not he's go incredible. the college route. I would not. I do no, not trust. I would listen. If I, I was a GM, I would I, never hire. I'm a telling you, quarterback. I, I mean, would I would hire a college coach. I would go and I would hire someone off of Dan Campbell's staff. I'm serious. You have to see the staff he he's he's put together in De- in Detroit. It's incredible. Yeah, I'm, it's I'm not all, ready to start poaching Dan Campbell's dude, staff yet. It's Sorry. all. It's all. X players, literally. That's Everybody, great, all, but they gotta win. They everyone gotta is bro. Aaron Glenn, fucking, who I love, obviously. Fucking um, what's your McCall? It's their offensive coordinator. Like Aaron it, Glenn's who? Their defensive coordinator mm-hmm. or cornerbacks coach? I think he's their D coordinator. Oh, nice. I know. Uh, yeah, nice. he's up there. I did. I love Aaron Glenn. Yeah, bro, he's incredible. Like, dude, you have to. I'm and saying, he was watch, with what the Saints before. Oh, uh, you gotta watch Hard Knocks. You'd be impressed. Mm. You'd be like, wow, this guy fucking makes you want to run through a fucking wall. And then. I would pick, you know, it was a guy I like. I like fucking Byron Leftwich. I like Byron Leftwich. Fuck it. I like him to be a cowboy coach. I mean, Byron, you know, because you know who's actually going to be the cowboy coach? Sean Payton. Yeah. You're right. It's going to be right. Sean Payton. We could talk all these hypotheticals right now, but honestly, Sean Payton's out there. He's if the there's guy. an opening, he's the guy. And he, he's obviously going to coach again. Yeah. There's he's no doubt about He's taking this year off. Yeah. So there's no I doubt. guarantee you. I guarantee you. We fire McCarthy. Yeah, Jerry calls. Jerry's going to call him tomorrow. He's the coach. Yes. He's going to be the yes. coach. So that's what I kind you of think That anyway. is my prediction as well. I and I don't think I'm going to hate it too much. I like Sean Payton. Hell so yeah, dude. We'll see what he can do with the Cowboys. That is 100% an upgrade over McCarthy. Oh, there's 100%. no doubt. No doubt. So I like that a lot, too. Yeah. So what do you think? What's the record? Uh, give me 11 wins. 11 wins. Any playoff wins? Um, do you win the division? Yes. We win the division uh, we'll over win the with Eagles. The, win the division. Okay. We win the division. 11 we're, wins. Eh, we're going to the title game. I don't know who yet. I'm going to give. I told you next week we're giving our picks, so I'm not going too deep. Okay. 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 Next week we'll give our picks. But you think they'll go to the NFC title? Yeah, sure. Hey, well, listen, sure. if that's the case, then I don't think... I got to uh, see what the fuck... I don't think McCarthy's going anywhere. I do. I think he's gone regardless. Super Bowl or bust. Really? Yeah. I say NFC title game, but fuck it. Super Bowl or bust. And may, you know, and maybe because Sean Payton's there. Exactly. All it takes, puts the pressure. All it takes is one call to Jerry uh-huh. or one text to say, hey, I'm interested. That's it. So it doesn't even have to be initiated by Jerry Jones. Mm-hmm. 
If it's initiated by Sean Payton, he's like, I'm just putting it out there. I'm interested. Oh, forget about it. It, it doesn't be matter. Tomorrow. Right? It doesn't matter what yeah. McCarthy, McCarthy does. McCarthy could win. He'd probably be gone. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. Fair enough. Fuck him. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I and, um, you know, for the Jets on yeah. the, on the Jets the side. Jets, here, to the AFC Jets and side, Ravens, uh, week one. Uh, I don't know. Is it, Flacco starting? Uh, and that's the thing. I don't know if it was announced yet if Flacco starting or not. Zach saying he can play, I think. Ah, uh, we have so, Zach sit out. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Why? Why? If he's healthy. Yeah. Have him sit out just to be safe. Just mm. to make sure. If, if it's like, just give him an extra week. That's all. Extra week of ass Listen, on your leg. You have a whole understand. season to play. You have a whole I, season to play. I understand. You want to rush I, him back I, I if it's it. not possible. If, you, if it's not necessary. I get it. But listen, if he's 100% healthy and there's no reason. If he's reason, 100% Yeah, that's what sure, I'm saying. Yeah. If there's no reason to hold him back except for no. the sake of saying, hey, we're just going to wait yeah, but an if, extra if, week to be cautious. If the doctor says he's cleared, he plays. But if the doctor says, yeah, he's cleared, but if you give him an extra week, it probably do him some benefit. What would you say then? Well, what happens then if Flacco lights it up for 400 yards, four touchdowns, Great. no picks? Great. Th- thanks for winning us week one, bud. Appreciate it. Yeah, but you could say that internally. Yeah. But then you have the media. The media knows the deal. Zach Wilson's the starting be pushing the narrative that Flacco should be starting Dude, for the no, team. How are they going to do it? And they know that fucking he's... How are they going to do it? Because it's the New York media. That's yeah. how they're going to do Zach it. Zach Wilson's the starting quarterback. There should be no question. But they question. can push a narrative. There's just no for the question. sake of pushing a narrative to make yeah. things interesting. I don't trust it, man. I, I, and I don't like stupid the idea of just sitting Zach Wilson just to sit him... Just to be careful. If no, the doctor if you, says he's good to go... Let's get him going. Let's start the season. Let's build momentum early. Zach Wilson's our guy. Let's prove it. And let's go out and win. And I think um, if he is, that's what they're going to do. If they're going to win, that's another story. Uh, but quick, quick. Self. I don't think the Ravens are going to be that good. Quick. See, no, I, listen, I think it's going to be a close game. It's definitely not going to be a blowout. I don't have that side. many fucking receivers. I think this is a. Um, Let me know, tell you something real fast about the fucking This comes Jets. down to a field goal game. I was playing with the Jets and Madden the other day. I forgot how big Sauce is. He's so he fucking looks like an big. alien, bro. He looks he, like Plaxico Burris. He, he's bigger than most of the receivers. He looks like Plaxico. I picked the ball off with the Jets three times with him. Love it because he was so fucking Love big. Love it. I'm like, this is incredible. And then I had four sacks with Jermaine Johnson, who was just throwing dudes off the side. I'm like, is this guy this really this good? How about Michael Clements? Oh, that's my guy, dude. All right, so lots to like my metal brother. Lot to like if you're a Jets fan for the first time in a long, long time. There's legitimate mm-hmm. talent. There's a legitimate plan. There's legitimate between mm-hmm. uh, a GM and a quarterback, uh, a GM and a, a head coach. They're fully aligned. They have their plan at quarterback for the present and future. Now it's just up to the team to go. Listen, everything's set up for the Jets to succeed. I told now. you. I told you the other day, I feel like Garrett Wilson's a guy that can turn into just one of your generic Mr. Fucking Overliables, you know, or he'll just catch it like and he's there to catch the ball. Yeah. And that's it. Yep. You know, and listen, I know it's like easy to preach patience, right? Like, hey, listen, this is a young group. Mm-hmm. It's still a young head coach. And, you know, honestly, it's still a young GM going into what year three, really. Mm-hmm. Um, he had that one year. That was like basically yeah. a mulligan because it was McCagman's like, yeah, like draft a year, quarter of a year. Didn't really count um, in Gase's He's last finally, year. I think this this is finally like his but hands. It is. It is. Are all it's one hundred percent his team now. Yeah. Um, all the moves that have been made, all the trades, um, all the draft picks, everything goes back to a a Douglas um, associated move. So yeah, this is his team now. Go out and win. Salah, I love I love mm-hmm. Salah because he's love Salah. he's a culture culture builder. 
Mm-hmm. Right? He wants guys that are just not good football players, but like good people. Yeah, think about and like, it. That's great. And, you know, you have a locker room of good guys that want to play for each other and build that strong brotherhood. Mm-hmm. And that is super Such important. Such you couldn't keep Strevler. It's my guy. Well, he made it to the practice squad. Did He's it? back, baby. Good. He's back. I was, so, saying, I, was, I was saying, I hope he makes it to practice. So he deserves it. So listen, all this stuff is great, right? We want guys that love football. That's what they always say. But now it's time to go out, go out and win. Because mm-hmm. if you have a, got a lot of guys that love football but can't play or have coaches that can't coach, then all that shit goes out the window. Mm-hmm. And that's all I got to say about that, man. It's like, you know, the the... Everything's set up for you guys to succeed. Like, we're not asking you to win the Super Bowl this year, but we are asking to win some football games, mm-hmm. right? Don't go out and win four games this year. Yeah. You Don't go out like and win seven. five games this like year. Games. Because if that's the case, then I'm starting to question a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And it starts with the quarterback at that point. If, they, if they're only winning that amount of games, it's, and it goes with the head coach as well. Um, you know, I could say the GM, I could say Douglas, start throwing heat on Douglas as well. And his hot seat will start it warming all de- up. It all but depends I look on at how it this the way. Performing, right. On right. Who, the people who are not performing. Right. And There's how. no doubt you can't deny that, that Douglas is out there setting this team up for success, yeah. or at least trying to. So um, I would point fingers first at the quarterback, most likely, and the head coach. Solid, great guy. But now I want to see what you could do mm-hmm. um, a, a, as a coach, right, with the X's and O's. You know, being a motivator, being a CEO guy is great, and you need that. But you also have, have to know how to coach football or manage the coaches within your organization. So let's see what happens. I'm excited, though. I really think for the first time as a Jets fan, there's a lot of optimism. Um, there's a clear plan, and that's what I like, man. Mm-hmm. Like, like, all right, show me that you're working towards something. And it's been so many years. Damn right. So many years where it's just so much discord and dysfunction, and there's no clear plan. Mm-hmm. There's no light in sight. You got your Adam Gases of the world. Oh you have God. your um, Mike McCagnins. You have your your, your um, fucking Idziks, you mm. know. That had all the draft picks, 12, I think, one season to turn the franchise around. Oh my God. And, I mean, he flopped on all of them. Um, no more Hackenberg picks. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, none of this bullshit anymore. Yeah. Like, we have guys that know what the fuck they're doing, right? We know what, mm-hmm. what guys to get now. And we can get guys in later rounds, which Joe Douglas has proven. Yeah. Thank God. We just talked about Michael Clemens, rookie this year, rookie DN, my who is absolutely brother. destroying people, yeah. right? And, um, you know, that's what you like to see. I mean, this this is a different I'm team. This you, is a different culture. Jermaine Johnson's going to be a fucking beast, too. And listen, there's no room on the bandwagon because no. fuck everybody that's been talking shit about the Jets forever, man, mm-hmm. because um, they they're really Good are going to turn it around. Anthony Bard on the Cowboys. I forgot he was there, and it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, fuck him because he, tur- he he signed with the Jets and turned them down and then within 24 yeah, he's a hours. now. And uh, a few years ago, mm-hmm. that would have been a bad pick for us anyway, a bad uh, free agency choice. So, oh, no. anyways, whatever. I'm excited. That's all I got to say. That's Next how I'm wrapping it up. fucking week, baby. Next Here we go, Ravens. Week. Let's fucking go. I can't wait for fucking... I told you, it's a national holiday for me. 100%. So, oh. with that being oh. said, yes. um, my prediction um, in terms of wins and losses... Mm-hmm. I, I, listen, I think the Jets... Are going to win? Are you gonna hit? You gonna hammer that over? Think the over is like six games or something. Oh, like five and a half, six games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm Jets are gonna win nine games, dude. Okay, hammer that over then. Nine games. Hit it. I'm confident in it I too. That, but lay that bet. I'm not betting higher than that, uh, but I, I think bet. nine. Dude, that's I, I fine because like I'm telling you the number. I think is five and a half or six. I remember. Is it still? Yeah, I, uh, yeah. Nine. I think nine wins is respectable. Okay, yeah. I think it's doable. 
I think that's exactly where they should be at this point in the mm-hmm. rebuild. Okay. And if it's anything lower, like drastically lower, yeah. if it's like seven and lower, mm-hmm. there's a problem. Yeah. There is okay. a, a fundamental problem. problem. A coach or a quarterback yes. problem at that point or both. Yes. You'll find out. That's for sure. So you got them winning nine games and missing the playoffs, I'm assuming? Yeah, I guess so. Um because there is extended extended playoffs, but I mean, coming probably going to be a level 10-win teams hanging around. Yeah, you know, maybe coming in third. But the, I think they'll keep things interesting throughout the year. I don't think they'll start off mm-hmm. 0-7 and then play I catch-up. I really hope not. You know, I hope it's <laughs> later in the year, November, December, they're playing some meaningful games and trying to sneak into the playoffs. Yeah. That's what I hope for. No, I, I if they come it. up short, they come up short. But that's what I'm hoping for, at least. No, I get it. 100%. 100%. Damn it, there's no internet connection. I'm trying to do the haha moment, but I can't get the fucking thing off. Um, okay. Well, the internet is not coming. The internet's not cooperating. Look. Yeah, so we're going to close out episode 26. All right. Finally, with the classic, everyone's fucking favorite, soon to be sponsored one day <laughs> moment of the week. And this week, I pulled it from about two weeks ago. I'm not going to lie. Mm. But it's so good, I have to bring it back because we didn't have a show. So I was like, I was saving it for a show. Okay. And it didn't get a lot of traction. I don't fucking know why. I didn't hear about it a lot of other places. I, I, something this good I, I, and juicy, I, I, I figured it would be all over the internet at least, too. But like two weeks ago, I don't have the reporter's name. I wish I did. Was reporting. Was uh, He was on a Zoom call with running back from the New England Patriots. Uh, I think his name is I think his name is legitimately Rosandre Stevenson. So he's talking to Mr. Stevenson and you know asking him questions. You're generic, and then he he slips up and misspeaks and completely fucking panics. What do you mean and misspeaks? He misspeaks. He says something he he knows he fucking shouldn't have been like. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. Panics, tries to recover, can't recover, and is just digging himself a quicker hole. It's short but sweet. Mm. And it cracks me the fuck up. And uh, without further ado, here's, uh, here's the in a, the reporter in question. All right, let's see. What do you think that your best feature is? I mean, you're a big black, a big back. Uh, you're, oh. you're good run black uh, back. Um, <laughs> basic. What do you think that your best feature is? I mean, you're a big black, a big back. Uh, you're a good run black. Uh, back. black. Uh, 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 uh. Two for two. <laughs> so this poor reporter just can't help. He's he can't catch it. He's done. <laughs> like you imagine you imagine being like the running back like, do you motherfucking really just say this <laughs> you really just call me a big black like, my response would be instantly just be like yeah I'm black yes I'm black <laughs> there you go. let's just clear that fucking out of the air now stupid fuck thank you Captain Obvious yeah, for pointing that out fuck. not once but twice well um, cool. That was yeah, that's that's so weird. Stupid, yeah, he just the part. Like, I just cracked me up because he couldn't. He dug himself and he couldn't get out. Of it. Uh, 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 you big black fuck. Uh, uh, just fucking complete panic. So this week's <laughs> moment of the week goes to that poor fucking reporter who probably doesn't have a job. Anymore. Hopefully, doesn't have a job anymore. <laughs> and that's that. And then we'll wrap it up for episode twenty six. Right, it We're was good. Be uh, back. We're good. Back, welcome back, show. Welcome back. Fall season, bitch. Let's go. Football, kids. Let's uh, go. Uh-huh. Um, You all know the drill. Yeah. Listen to the show. Buy shit. Like our shit. That's right. Like it. Share it with your friends and your family. Like it. Don't bite it. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody. Take it. Fucking sleaze. Yes, and we out. 
This has been the All-Star Vintage Podcast with your hosts, Mark Jameson and Dom Morrow. We'll be back with another episode whenever we feel like it. Just a bad boy gone clean I'm the diamond chain choker Always remain sober Don't drink liquor and all the game's over Need a plane? I explain it to my broker Three box in the hood top down and ain't over You know there's more men where that come from Me and Kuda love rolling back to back in one See the names have all changed since I've been around But the game ain't the same since I left that